0: Hey, what's up everybody welcome back to episode six of conversations that don't suck so today we're doing something a little bit different that i'm really excited to try on um so when i first got the idea for a podcast and this was kind of well before i like really started working on it but when i first started to have these inklings which was probably like i don't know two years ago i was thinking of just interviewing my friends or people that i knew in my life or people that i could meet in person like not necessarily wanting to talk to like experts and coaches and other professionals but rather just wanting to talk to like other people in general um not people who necessarily have a certain title and the idea was to just have really good conversations with these people and like getting to know them as human beings Which is essentially what I'm still doing. These people just happen to work in the field of connection. But today what we are going to do is a friend cast (laughs) with the fabulous Blair Lynham. And Blair and I know each other because we originally got connected through a meditation class that we both go to sometimes and i more so know him because he's dating my roommate and so they've been together for like a little over a year or i think and um yeah blair's a really special wonderful human being and we always have really great conversations together and so i said like let's get you on the podcast and we pretty much just like sat down and caught up with each other um and hit record so i'm really excited to to bring some of this to you it was a really fun just like natural way to unleash a little bit of what goes on in my mind and in my world and in my personal world, my social world. So yeah, I really enjoyed having this style for one of the podcast episodes and there will definitely be more in the future of yeah, just having some of my friends and some of the typical conversations that I have in my life with the people that I love who like to relate in the way that i do and that's really special to me and really important to me to have those people in my corner so thank you blair i'm grateful for you and i'm really excited to uh, unleash this podcast episode to the world so enjoy the episode with blair we live in a world that is starved for more authentic connection better conversations are our first step in getting there Welcome to Conversations That Don't Suck. I'm your host, Kyla Sokol Ward, and I'm here to engage you in truth-telling discussions about the super deep, always beautiful, sometimes ugly, and wholly honest parts of being a human. Real connection and empathic communication can feel easy and should be a part of our everyday lives. Most of our conversations suck. These ones don't. All right, world. I'm here with Blair, and we're in Blair's beautiful apartment in san francisco which every every time i'm here i'm like amazed at how quiet it is Hmm. really anywhere but my house i'm amazed at how quiet an apartment in san francisco can be but i love being here it's so it's like a freaking haven this place
1: yeah it's at the top of a hill so (laughs) we definitely earn our views and solitude
0: earned your views so blair and i um know each other because blair is dating my roommate and has been for it's been like a year now, yeah.
1: Yeah, it'll be a year in like a week.
0: What's the date?
1: I think we decided it was February seventh or eighth. Well, I it we'll have unclear. to double back on the calendar, but yeah, it's one of those.
0: Dang! Wow, I can't I can't believe it.
1: But I actually saw you before I knew. Can we say her name? We can was, say her name. Let's release. Before, <laughs> before
0: I knew Jordan, Jordan is her name.
1: Um, because you were at. Yuz, yes, yeah the zen center here in san francisco hell yeah and it's so funny because i recognize your like face and general like vibe as a person and then it wasn't until i got to know jordan and then i was like oh that's your roommate and made the connection that way so wait
0: that's how you made the connection yeah i thought that you just like knew- i thought that like you went to you're going to die which is the open mic that i guess by the time this airs
1: so i met you through jordan essentially <laughs> basically <you laughs> that's, met right. Through jordan. that's right that's um, right and it's been yeah
0: a freaking a year ever since. wow well blair is just ugh, oh, blair you're one of my favorite i think you're so lovely and i'm so happy that you get to be hanging around all the time
1: <laughs> right back at you Kyla. <laughs> thank you yeah i appreciate that
0: um, so okay, so we were saying yesterday when we saw each other that it's been a while since we caught up Right, and because you were traveling around the holidays and I was traveling in january and What's what's been like the theme of your january so far?
1: Oh the theme of my january um Hmm Well, i'm about to leave Actually tomorrow morning for five weeks in colombia um for and you know getting an apartment and um i'll still be working but but from columbia so january in my mind has sort of been this like in between month mm. and um yeah just like being okay in routine i think like a lot of us really latch on to novelty and like doing new things especially here in san francisco where there's so many things you could be doing yeah and so Yeah, for me, like a lot of it has been like leaning into some routines for me around like guitar. Guitar is like a big thing since I first met you that I've been really leaning into um, as a creative outlet um, and just deepening my practice there and trying to live in the moment and not feel like this is the prerequisite for like this is the the decompression chamber, so to speak, for February Mm. and be like. This is as rich. This is the richest season of my life. And, like, <sighs> n- let's not wait until Columbia, the allure of of this, like, big trip to be happy and, like, settle.
0: Mm.
1: So that's... Those have been some things that have been alive for me.
0: This is beautiful. And actually something I was just saying to a friend the other day is like, I right now I'm in that mindset. Like I don't have travel plans coming up, which like, again, in San Francisco, people are gone at least, at least, at least one weekend out of every month. Like it's, it's exceptionally rare that someone stays in this city for one whole month, which is crazy because it's like the most beautiful place ever, but whatever. Anyways, everyone's going places. And right now I like don't have any travel plans coming up and I'm feeling so like, i'm honestly like dreading i'm Mm. dreading february like not having travel plans Mm. and a friend of mine was saying she's like yeah you do know that like wanting to be somewhere where you're not like that's why we create suffering like that's Mm -hmm. it that's the entire thing Mm -hmm. that's it that is suffering not wanting to be where you are and i'm like literally just talking about like my physical location forget about what the fuck is going on inside my mind right now Mm. and there's plenty of shit there to escape too but um yeah and just it's been funny observing that of like wow, like why am I creating so much suffering over having to just like live my life essentially Mm. and like not have something exciting to look forward to? It's like, why do I always need something external to be excited about? Like what's going on? (laughs)
1: Well, I can tell you what's going on. Tell us what's going on, (laughs) on,
0: please. Oh my God. Well, we're
1: just, we're all so conditioned to look for our happiness, our salvation in the (laughs) external realm in this thing (laughs) In this thing that's going to fill the hole in my soul, (laughs) no matter what that is, whether that's food or travel or like even things that like even like meditation, like even meditation or things that we were just talking about this, like things that can so often be seen as like really like wholesome and healing can be used as like. That thing that's gonna get me to where I need to be, yeah. and I was just listening to my boy Ramdas uh, the other boy day, Ram Dass. rest in peace. Yeah, and sort of at the beginning of one of his talks, was talking about he's basically talking to I guess his ease his his audience, and he was he was saying like everyone that because it was the context was it was a retreat that they were all on, and he was like, you've come here for these four days, like all of you, and like yeah, you know you're here to like hopefully leave in a different place than you are now. Mm. But like you're all here to get high. Like you're all here to like in some ways escape Mm. what's going on, the dramas of back home because you're in this now, you're in this place where we're all, you know, you're with other people that are like thinking the same way as you and like trying to be on the same path as you. But you're all here to get high. And as long as your mental model of how things need to be is different than – how they are for you then that's what's creating suffering and you're pushing away and you're um and so that kind of made my head spin a little bit um not that i haven't thought about that but just remembering that a lot of these places that we want to go you know whether they're healing or going on this like tri- even for this trip to colombia and like having this other cultural experience is like just being able to hold it as like rich and, and like not nothing against doing it, but hold that alongside the fact that it's like, yeah, I want to get high off life. Like I want to, I'm going somewhere to be something that I'm not right now. Mm. And can we be okay with that?
0: Gosh, well, I just have so many, uh, I have a lot of, um okay, first of all, like one big thing just in my personal development junkie mind right now is like, i'm one of the main things i'm working on is just being kinder to myself which Mm -hmm. makes me feel unkind to myself the fact that i even have to work on that i'm like the fuck am i doing still working on being kind to myself i'm like so annoyed at me already and um but whatever this is a big thing it's happening now yeah and so when i'm hearing you say that i'm just like cool how do i be the best at doing that and it's <laughs> just like and there's like so much ego even and just like how do i be the most okay with where i am of everyone that's ever been okay with where they are like i want to do it the best that anyone has ever mm. done yeah it's tough and i and i i think a lot of it also i'm like hearing my mother's voice in my head of like you need to be grateful for where you are mm. which like is true you do need to be grateful for where you are and also like it's really okay to want more and I, the the balance of that it's like i i think i definitely trip myself up with that a lot of like mm. how to how to know if i'm just not being present or if i'm like no the place where i am right now is like actually not working for me mm. like whatever the mental place the the people right. i'm surrounding myself with the physical space i'm in like something there really isn't working or am i just like not being present with what is
1: yeah yeah um well i think being kind of to- kinder to yourself is definitely something uh, (laughs) great great, solid place to be in um and wanting to be the you know wanting to like optimize that muscle is like is such a natural thing to want um i think the thing that's like really been helpful to me not that i am by any means like the arbiter expert in this (laughs) at all has been like this phrase hold both um and i know we've talked about this probably a lot but (laughs) but but being able to like hold both of those things the balance at the same time and know that meaning more practically like yeah maybe i'm not what i'm not where i want to be i would like to change this or like we don't need to put ourselves in like harmful places like we Mm -hmm. can change and also i'm a hundred percent okay it's like this unconditional there is no space there's no place i can be that is not unconditionally loved and like
0: Mm.
1: where i need to be Mm. and can you hold those two things at the same time and can you create space in yourself for those and like for me it's just helpful to like remember (laughs) when i'm trying to decide if if things are okay that they are that like that is one that is at least one half Mm. always like they're and people want to talk about god or like want to talk about the universe and like cast aside these like nasty parts of of the world or themselves and it's like nope that's all like it's all the universe like it's it's all part of it yeah and so there's nowhere that you could point that's not like exactly how it is which like going back to the ramdas thing of like anytime your mental model of how it is is different than like or how it needs to be sorry your like structure for like this is how like things need to turn out is Mm -hmm. different than it is then you're creating more suffering tara brock meditation teacher yeah. and mindfulness teacher talks about like when you're talking about getting frustrated at yourself for that, the like second arrow in the wound, like the first arrow Ooh. in the wound is uh realizing that like you have this negative self-talk, right. Or whatever it is, you're hearing your mom's voice or something. Mm-hmm. And then the second arrow in the wound is your reaction to that in getting you worked up and getting you back in the cycle and we've talked about this for sure before <laughs> but like but that is just such a like a healthy second checkpoint to try mm-hmm. to like exercise and i don't know how you could optimize that other than like just a it's okay even if i'm feeling really shitty right now like it's okay and i'm feeling shitty and it's okay and i'm mm-hmm. feeling shitty like they're not at odds there can there be space in 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 your being for both of those to be held yeah gently yeah
0: yeah that i mean that's like a big thing that jordan and i talk about a lot Is just like this deep okayness and can you just always have that at the bottom of everything and things could be fucking chaos and can you still just have the deep okayness underneath all of it and uh, even if you don't
1: feel it even if you don't feel it like the acknowledgement at least or like how that leads to, like, being kind to yourself.
0: Yeah. At least. I, I think it's helpful for me, like, especially right now in my life where, like, things... Feel, like, I'm I'm catching myself in this really, like, catastrophic mindset a lot of the time of, like... Or this sort of, like, doomsday thing of, like, everything is falling apart. The, mm. like, life is in shambles. And I'm like, I don't know. Is it? Like, and mm. so it's been nice to, like, give myself that distance and, like, you know, do a little CBT on myself. But mm. um I... Yeah, I'm, I'm just, like, trying to ask myself more and more. It's like, is everything okay? Number one, um, can I be okay with, like, learning how to be okay mm. if I don't feel okay? Mm. Uh, if I'm not feeling some okayness underneath all the chaos that's happening in my mind? Um, yeah, and can I be okay with, uh, like, it just asking myself um, or saying in more, like, neutral terms some of the the things that are going on in my life instead of, like, this thing is happening and it's bad. It's like, no, this mm. thing is just happening. Mm. And that was something actually that I did a lot, like, when I was healing from, like, food and body image stuff was, like, instead of looking at different parts of my body and saying, like, oh, this is what's wrong with this body part, just mm. be like, oh, I have arms, I have a stomach, mm. I have legs, instead of, like, I have legs and they, do- they look like this and they should look like mm. this, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, and just, like, putting neutrality on your life, I think is, for me, it's a mm. really helpful thing. Yeah or
1: not yeah like and it, and it does like beg the question cuz i feel like sometimes we can just get this the conversation can become an abstraction because you're like well yeah. what does it even mean to be okay like yeah. what does it mean that? to be okay um and that's interesting we could we could unpack that perhaps um <laughs> uh, what was i just going to say um mm, Deep
0: okayness, neutrality
1: ah uh, neutrality being like non-judgment essentially yeah, you know like not yeah. judging something as good and bad like what you're just saying um and even as you judge not judging the judging yeah. like that like- that being the thing that's 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 the muscle of like i'm judging myself mm-hmm. i'm judging this part of my body like mm-hmm. can i be okay with that i'm doing that because mm-hmm. that allows softening and ease and like over time like yeah I'm not I'm not suggesting that like people just like just be okay with it like just don't judge yourself it's like (laughs) we're so conditioned and like there's so much that is like worked into us through our childhoods and through all this all this um you know varying origins and things that happen to us and that we do um but like yeah can can we just keep, keep getting back on the horse of like, it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to not feel okay. And <laughs> I'm a big fan of and as are the improv comedy people. Uh, and like, we don't need to hurt ourselves. Um let's you know we can we take steps in this direction and know that no matter where we are in the spectrum or of the trajectory that like everything is as it is which is the only place we can be Mm -hmm. and therefore like okay dang shrug
0: shrug
1: uh any any other waters you want to wade into I feel like we could obviously keep noodling on this, but, like, I feel like there could be so much.
0: The way I'm you're much... talking, just, like, these ridiculous metaphors. They're not ridiculous. They're just... They're so good. The noodling. Like, what?
1: Noodle. I've been... Yeah. I think that's, like, noodling. a word that I've been using more in the last, like, five years. Oh.
0: Nine years. Five, five years. years five years. Five years. a long time to be using that word. I mean, it, so it's absurd. not, like, a
1: consistent, like, uttering of the word noodling, right. but, like, <laughs> yeah, it's so been, times. like more alive for me i mean it's okay. just like
0: just like water and like noodle it's just hilarious yeah just like
1: <laughs> noodling away like i think about it someone noodling on the guitar or just like letting someone like something marinate oh, in their no, head I think for a little bit like a
0: pool noodle
1: noodle no <laughs> what, See, el- that's... what
0: else could you be saying you're saying you're going to swim into certain waters and then you say noodling it's like obvious that's the obvious no
1: connection. noodling wow
0: uh... you're saying it relates to the guitar but not to pool noodles
1: I mean, it can. It certainly can. Wow. For me, it feels most alive and like <laughs> ruminating on something, like just noodling away, like kind of like...
0: Like with your noodle, with your with, head, noodle, with your brain.
1: With your domicile.
0: Got it. Yeah. Okay. So we're... <laughs> um, Blair, oh, yeah, yeah. you're the best. You're the best. Um, I don't know. What else is happening in life? Like what's going on in the world? And what's just... These are general questions for anybody, Whoa. honestly. <laughs> what's happening? Whoa. Yeah, what do you think, like, what are you you feeling most challenged by right now in your life?
1: Ooh, what am I feeling most challenged by? Um, Well, I think, I mean, it does relate to what we were talking about for sure in, um, oh, I'm thinking about this trip. You know, this has been, like, a trip that's been planned for, you know, quite some time now. And, like, what's on the other side of that? Like, right? Mm -hmm. Like, going back into, like, like. Just you mean like just finishing out the year like not really doing anything inter- you know it's like that kind of mindset it still exists like mm-hmm. it still exists um, and so that that is challenging to just be like Blair like be here and it, and it's really easy for me to um, be like that trip is going to be the thing that's going to make you uh, super happy. Yes, And I don't know about after, but like, and so like, yeah, not being like coming back from the trip and being like, so like, what's the next like thing that's really going to get my like heart rate up. Um.
0: Wow. It's so good yeah. to hear you say that actually, because I thought I was the only one that does that of like constantly. It's like, I know I'm not, but I, I thought maybe I'd do it harder than everybody else thinking that like The next thing happening in my life – or not even the next thing. Like, there's always – I'm just always on the hunt for the one thing Mm. that's just going to, like, solve it all. And, like, what am I solving? I couldn't even tell you. But, like, just solve it.
1: Yeah. 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 I'll tell you the uh, the other thing that definitely has been challenging for me, and I know I'm not the only one, is, like, my relationship with my phone. Um, Mm. And uh, just this – I just – remove Twitter from my phone because I was using it as like the, just this like fill in like endless scroll. And mm-hmm. I still do that in, in, you know, many ways with like Instagram and Facebook, but like, um, baby steps. Um, yeah. but yeah, noticing myself like in that, again, looking for the salvation in the external, like looking for in this trip, but it's like fucking look at my, I'm looking at my phone. Like something in here has got to be the thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, really trying to like be more mindful in those moments, which is really hard. Like I feel like I've gotten pretty decent at like um, having a a routine around meditation and Mm -hmm. like mindfulness and and, in generally like that's been working well for me for a while. But the phone thing or like the little periods where like, yeah, you just have time to kill. And you said something that, actually stuck with me that I want to continue where you were like, I'm doing this thing where, you know, when I'm in line or, like, when I just, like, have that downtime with yeah. something not to do, like, I'm not going to go on my phone, like, you know, is, like, such an easy trigger thing to do. Yeah. And instead I'm going to just, like, be present and, like, look around me. So, like, that has been inspiring and really hard to do.
0: Mm. Oh, wow. I'm so glad that stuck with you. Yeah, it's funny. I was at – um I was getting, like – coffee or tea with a friend a few weeks ago and she like she like got up to go get her order and I was just sitting waiting at the table and I again yeah I have this rule I don't look at my phone when I'm idle essentially in a public place it's not to say I don't do it at home all the fucking time because I do but yeah if I'm like waiting for the bus or someone left the table that I'm sitting at and I'm sitting alone like I refuse to pick up my phone and yeah and when she came back she's like did you not look at your phone at all? She's like, I noticed you're just sitting
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like weird that yeah. you are I'm
0: like, yeah, just I'm like, existing. I'm like, the world is all around me. Like there's a lot of shit to look at or to just like breathe, like whatever, you know, there's, oh, I'm already so occupied. I don't need to occupy myself yeah. over the occupying. Um,
1: How's that been going? Yeah.
0: It's great. I mean, at this point, it's just habit, you know, really? It's you not felt even, you yeah, I don't do have that to, pretty well. Yeah. I don't have to like nice. f- force myself not to look at my phone. I don't really think to do it. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, I would say the – I don't know my biggest challenges with my phone. I mean, definitely, yes, a lot of scrolling definitely happens. Or even on my computer, I'm just, mm. like, getting on Facebook more times in a day than, like, is necessary for anybody ever at all. Yeah. And, like, just, like, what am I looking for? What totally. am I looking for? Totally.
1: Yeah, like, Whoa. looking at your motives because it's, like – Well, Facebook and Instagram are like amazing like vehicles for connecting to things that you want. And it's like how you're going to probably like post about this or you post about your podcast episodes. It's like how you get the word out. But yeah, being able to like discern sort of your motives as you go on. Well, and like sometimes I'll notice myself. Maybe I'll get on the bus or I, I was walking into the doctor's office yesterday and I was just like seeing everybody on their phone Mm -hmm. and I wasn't on my phone and and I was like everybody I was just like really like looking at it in a way that I hadn't that that much where I'm just like literally 90% of the people are just staring at their phone like we're all here but we're all looking at our phones minus me in that moment but and and so I felt a little bit like angry or almost like what what are you guys doing like get a hold of yourselves (laughs) like and like almost as if almost like on on some holier than thou shit like almost and then i'm like blair you do this like you are just as guilty in different contexts and like it's like that is an important practice for compassion and empathy and like and like again going back to hold both like can you hold the fact that like it's okay we're all conditioned to be this way and this technology is really powerful and like and like it really exacerbates or like pokes at that part of us that is seeking external validation and um is looking for like easy soul hole filling yeah (laughs) and also like hold that and also be like this is not how i want to be living yeah and while I can try to help other people, like the best thing I can do to change other people is to work on myself.
0: Yeah.
1: And so like doing that and like, so it's cool. Like what you're, you know, when you, it's such a small thing, but being like for you, what you just said, like that example where like you're somewhere and you're not on your phone and someone's like, whoa, like that girl wasn't on her phone Um, is like a tiny step towards like, that's working on yourself and also you can see how like that impacts people more than like i'm not going to go up there and be like hey everybody like don't you think we should get off our phones like
0: this is this is great i want to go back to one of the points you made about like um being judgmental or learning to be less judgmental towards other people around the things that that we all do like of course of course we're only judgmental of the things that we're all doing anyway um yeah, what are some of those things for you? Like, where do you find yourself judging people the most? And then being able to look at yourself and be like, shit, mm. <laughs> I do this.
1: Yeah, I j- the biggest thing that I, for me, like, is really challenging for for me from other people is just really terrible, like, communication or very unclear huh. communication.
0: Oh, I'm surprised you, you say that.
1: Yeah, um, where – or, like, un- un- unempathetic or, like, not contextual enough. Hmm. Um whether in at work or just with people who like are hiding parts of themselves that's that's tough for me because yeah. like it doesn't move me it like or people playing sort of like games or,
0: yeah. and and I
1: can tell that like I don't know that that that's something for me that's really challenging and like easy for me to to judge um I don't know if I have like a good example of how that would manifest exactly
0: How do you do it? how do i judge no like how like because you're judging others of doing that like what are the ways that you do it in your life like how are you a bad communicator
1: oh shit i <laughs> yes. wasn't answering i wasn't oh sorry i wasn't answering <laughs> maybe cut this part.
0: no i want to know you are bad no, no, communicator no, 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 no. somehow you have to be
1: hmm bad communicators somehow or just
0: like not providing the context or the empathy or whatever it is like why does it piss you off maybe i mean that's a different question to ask you know why why does that activate you so much
1: it activates me because like i feel like i know that it is the least effective way even strategically for somebody to get what they want and so it's like me watching someone like create their own demise by being like you're trying to be or like I don't know, like you're you're trying to like word something this way to like inauthenticity maybe. I don't know. Yeah. You're trying to like put on, you know, this sort of persona or communicate in a way to signal X, but like I feel like I can see see your motives clearly and like yeah. the best way that you could have like gotten me to do what maybe you wanted me to do was just to be honest and yeah. just to be like genuine. Um yeah. I mean, this isn't a great example necessarily for like things that I am myself super guilty of. I'm sure it is. I'm sure I don't communicate. You know, sometimes I that is something that generally I feel like confident, pretty confident in. Yeah. Um,
0: well, you know, I think one. It's funny based on the conversation we had just before recording this because. Um, that also really, like, gets me freaking, like, fired up when I see people, like, intentionally communicating poorly or, or whatever, yeah, playing games of any kind. And I, I think, like, when I say that word specifically, I'm thinking of, like, dating contexts. But, like, people play mm. poor communication yep. games yep. with each other all the time in many contexts. But one of the reasons it gets me fired up is because I am putting so much fucking ego into my authenticity. It's mm. as, as we were saying of, like, oh, yeah, Blair we and I were having... Yeah, Blair and I were having conversation about, like when you're really good at something like objectively really good at something or you have a lot of skill or knowledge about a certain topic and like how much ego gets put into that or not depending on who the person is and and how they go about communicating it and yeah and I think for me there is a level of like ego and like how authentic how I know Mm. that authenticity works and and so when I see other people being inauthentic I'm just like Oh, like you don't understand feel how that. like authenticity can change your life, and I
1: yeah that resonates. Yeah, I
0: definitely like put some of that in there when I see people doing this shit. I'm like, just communicate clearly. This right. is the way to be authentic, and it's, totally. it's kind of bullshit. Like the way that I'm doing it, you know.
1: Totally, that definitely resonates <laughs> with me. Like I feel that I feel very much that same way, and I think anytime there's judgment, no matter what it is or whether you're guilty or not, like that's just a manifestation of ego like that yeah. that's what it is like judgment of any kind it's like i am here i'm identified with this thing and like you are separate and like we are you know like there's distance created yeah um isn't it amazing like as human beings on this planet that there is so much division like what are the fucking chances that we all popped up on this earth at the same time <laughs> like a really really infinitesimally small probability that we are all like kyla we're both on this earth at the same moment we're in the
0: same neighborhood we're like, like San yeah francisco
1: that's pretty wild it's and pretty like wild. and and just like yeah i don't know it's like when you take a step back and and especially like the world it's very loud right now with divisiveness. There's a lot of volume. I don't know if like the divisiveness has changed necessarily like the amount of it over Mm -hmm. time, but certainly like the volume and like the amplification of that, especially going like we're on our phones and like our ability to see this divisiveness and feed Mm -hmm. into it really easily. Um, Especially like online where people can be anonymized and like, you know, can sort of like, exist as this person that they otherwise couldn't have been where they have these like monikers and they're a turtle on whatever reddit
0: <laughs> what? or they're like
1: a, uh, whatever their icon anyway uh, never
0: used reddit i don't know about it
1: or a rabbit and speaking it. of rabbit holes let's come back <laughs> um so yeah and so like where that's happening and it's just amazing to think that like in an alien invasion i've heard this before like an alien invasion or something being like (laughs) as shitty as that would be like the thing to unify people it's like (laughs) we want like there's there's just so much like us versus them mentality that feels so conditioned in us Mm. and if it's not this it's gonna be that and it's like it's sad and it is how it is and hold
0: both yeah Yeah. how do we work with what is and how do we gosh create change from that place in a way that's empowered and not like fucking i don't know the whole world is shit type of mentality
1: what an inquiry (laughs) what an (laughs) inquiry if anyone out there has answers
0: please well dial in
1: when you operate from a place of love versus fear like when you have when you're in complete overwhelm and you're working towards something like, I don't know, for me, at least, I know not hold not being able to hold that that mindset. It inspires action, but in a way that's really frantic yeah. and not coherent and um, and actually really ego driven because I'm really OK with how things are in myself that I can't that I'm trying to change that my own internal relation to what I have to accept. Mm. I mean, whether we want to change the fact that we're all going to die mm. and, and that being like needing to be capital. Oh, okay. Like no matter how much social impact work you do and like <clears throat> the most, you know, uh, the best intentions and efforts that, you know, you volunteer and you spend all your time. Like that fact doesn't change. Yeah. So yeah i don't know i I, i've been coming back to the idea of like everything we do can be every choice we make every decision we we make can be done out of love or fear Mm. and love has to carry with it acceptance and capital O okayness and that inspires me to find like oh like I just feel propelled to like want to do like want to create these connections and like I'm more creative and I'm more able to like solve problems, pressing problems because there's a, there's sort of this underlying level of okayness and that's where I'm starting from. And I'm not starting from this fear, bottom of the well, like just clawing at the walls, trying to get up and not having like real thought um, Mm. and coherency um, like so much easier said than done, and I am not. I struggle with it a lot, but for me, that's been a help, really helpful sort of like mm-hmm. uh, framework to noodle on.
0: <laughs> to noodle on, and we've brought it full circle, folks.
1: Full noodle.
0: Full noodle, everybody. <sighs> um. Wow, I don't know where to start with all those things you just said.
1: Yeah. Being kind to yourself is a nice start
0: It's a good start Shit Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly it just feels (laughs) Feels overwhelming to me Being kind to like simply just Conquering that Conquering maybe it's like not That's that's probably not the right word to use when we're talking about this Just like Walking on that path feels like Mm. A big 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 Journey Mm. of like actual Kindness And also Mm. just, like, reiterating that constantly. Fuck, all of this. Learning, dude. Just, like, Mm. reiterating constantly of, Mm. like, what does it mean for us to be our best selves and for us to bring all of this out in the way that's, like, really the most, um, I was about to use the word productive, hashtag (laughs) capitalism. Um, The most, uh, you know, just nourishing for us Mm. in each phase of our lives. God.
1: Yeah. And I think there's also, like, as we have these kinds of conversations, I mean, it's it's the same thing I keep coming back to where it's, like, all these learnings and, like, all these things. How do we integrate it? It's, yeah. like, how is that thing that's going to fill the hole in my soul yeah. and, like, looking outward as as to these, like, learnings and, like, constantly iterating and, like, yeah. that is exhausting. Like, yeah. that there's no end to that. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe being okay with there not being any end there's no there's no top of the summit to like healing or like being more in touch with like okayness i think there's cycles um i think there's remembering and forgetting there's there's layers and you certainly in certainly all of us are you know are learning in various capacities and like that's a great thing
0: yeah One thing that I had um, a mentor of mine, like, one of my old coaches say to me is that, she says, like, a lot of people see healing as a straight line, and we always say, like, healing isn't linear, and, like, you know, you're going to go back and forth and up and down and all things, and she says a better way to look at healing is as if it's a like an upward moving spiral mm. and so like you're gonna come across the same point on the spiral right. like a bunch of times but now you have a different vantage point like you're higher up on the spiral which doesn't say like better necessarily mm. but that's just like you're somewhere different than you mm. were before and you're looking at the same fucking problem mm. over and over and over again but every time you've learned something even when it doesn't feel like it like it's just that's we are always just whoa gathering new data
1: yeah I was actually a couple days ago at right outside of Grace Cathedral here in mm-hmm. San Francisco. I don't know have you walked the um cheese what's it called the labyrinth
0: there's a labyrinth
1: yeah i mean it's it's flat on the ground but basically oh. it's really cool it's it's pretty like thorough and you know there's like an, quite a number of layers to it but essentially it like takes the form of this big circle mm-hmm. and you walk in and then it takes you sort of like around this path and then it might jut this way and it peels back and so i went there with my buddy um you know you know tate um we were there the other day and um so he started first and then i went sort of i waited like maybe 20 seconds or so and then went after and it was really interesting um just to watch where we were like longitude and latitude uh where like one person might be at the very edge of it while I'm like far away from him. And then two seconds later, you know, it feels like you're really close to the end. And then it's actually like bringing you right back in. Mm. Um, And it was cool to see like some parts where I started like significantly later than him and we ended up like right next to each other. And then we would get farther from each other. And I think, I don't know. it just, it was sort of like for me tied into what you're just saying of like, ultimately there there in this labyrinth there is an end and i don't think there's an end in in this in life unless we're talking about death um but there's no certainly no end to learning like some bell that you're going to ring but 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 yeah like you said like perpetually getting closer to this truth mm-hmm. and um yeah and 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 that being i don't know maybe a helpful thing to remember when you're feeling in the doldrums or you're feeling like shitty you're feeling shitty and just being like wow like there are some things that i just i don't know where i actually just don't know where i am on this labyrinth of learning in life like (sighs) who the fuck like and no amount of intellectualizing or even meditating will like help me know exactly where i am yeah and like gonna sound like a broken record but can i be okay with that
0: yeah 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 it's a good question to keep coming back to god yeah that's been a big like mantra lately is just learning to accept that i don't like i don't fucking know better than whatever force is guiding my life like i do not Mm -hmm. i do i'm not smarter than that and i am and being open to being surprised Mm. and being open to things being easier than they
1: are
0: and and being open to things being harder than they are and that like that just might be fucking what's next like i just don't know but i can either be okay with it or i can suffer through it yeah more than i'm already fucking suffering you know like that's up to me
1: the suffering is the i don't want to do that thing the suffering is the like oh man like coming around the bend (laughs) or even for even like talking about the like after this big trip like oh man like it's gonna be that way it's like that things are gonna get harder that's the fear and it's like well the suffering is in this pushing away of that not being okay or you or or me not trusting myself to be enough in that moment Uh, Yeah, Um, and i'm and me not being enough is all in the pushing away that thing and like just yeah, there's an there's incredible comfort in like just surrendering to one step at a time and like there's wisdom in time and there's wisdom in like not trying to plan and 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 protect myself or prepare myself for this future unknown. Yeah. Because yeah, like you said, like I couldn't have possibly prepared to meet Jordan. Um I couldn't like there's so many so many things that like and I'm sure you, you know, have your fair share of of things that you turn the corner in your life. And you're just like, whoa, could not not have predicted that one. Yeah, that's okay. just a, that's just whoever wrote this comic book. That is my life. <laughs> yeah. Like just fucking wrote in some some real just like surprise panels oh, on yeah, here. I and love so like
0: that.
1: just yeah, like there's life nothing like life is. Yeah, life is a comic book kapow
0: kapow that's gotta be that end oh, of the shit. bumper sticker <laughs> yeah. life is a comic life's book. a
1: comic book kapow wow,
0: Should we just like end this podcast right here because i i'm not sure there's a better line than kapow i, I think so that feels like a fitting end <laughs> blair you're you're the best right back at like, you Kylo. the best the capital b capital Aww. b for blair and just uh, what a coinkydink what a co- and yeah I think you're awesome I'm so glad we got to talk you're number one on the friend cast yes Blair. Kyla you're <laughs>
1: awesome thanks for having me on the podcast yeah. the friend cast
0: the Friendcast. alright there you have it that is the first ever Friendcast cast with Blair and I hope you loved it and you enjoyed all of that silliness and getting a peek into what some of the real life conversations in my world feel like and sound like so As I always say, if it feels good to you to leave a rating, a review, or to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, that means so much to me and helps me and helps the podcast, so if you would do that, then I would love you so much for it. Create a beautiful day, have a conversation about something that matters with someone you love, and I will see you next week. All right, there you have it. That is the first ever friend cast with Blair. And I hope you loved it and you enjoyed all of that silliness and getting a peek into what some of the real life conversations in my world feel like and sound like. So as I always say, if it feels good to you to leave a rating, a review or to subscribe on Apple podcasts, that means so much to me and helps me and helps the podcast. So if you would do that, then I would love you so much for it. Create a beautiful day, have a conversation about something that matters with someone you love, and I will see you next week.